Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you right now about his humble hearts. God, we come to give you glory, honor, thanks for the blessings that you have made. God, we thank you for life, health, and spirit. We thank you for the bless, the riches and glory of this day, God. We ask you now to bless us, be upon us, speak to us, minister to us, strengthen us, heal us while we're sick at God. We reclaim all these blessings and healing in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Good evening, good evening. God bless you. God bless you. We want to come on. And just give you what thus said the Lord. I know it's Friday. You probably got things you want to do with your family. So we're trying to record it. So you can also get a chance to go on and listen to it later. But we just want to minister to your hearts, your spirit. And they say what thus said the Lord. Because he, there is a word from the Lord. And we're gracious that he allowed us just to say a word in his holy name. Um, I want to go to the book of Psalms 118. Psalms 118. And I want to begin reading at verse 1. All give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me, and he sent me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in the princes. All the nations come passing me about, but in the name of the Lord will I describe them. God bless you. We're in Psalms 118. Uh, they compass me about, yea, they compass me about, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. And verse 14 reads, the Lord is my script and my song, and it is it has become my salvation. May God add a blessing to the hearers and doers of his word. Tonight, I want to share with a thought that God pressed into my spirit. Uh, everything going around us while uh, we're facing inflation like we ain't seen in over 30 years. God price has been high for the last 40 years. Uh, we're, we're facing crisis on our job. We can barely make ends meet. We're running out of gas. So we've been parked on the side of the road because we cannot have enough gas to put in our cars, but I want to remind us tonight what God put into my spirit. There is a blessing in being grateful. There is a blessing in being grateful. Um, God bless you. I don't know what's going on with audio, but we are praying. Um, that something will take place and change soon. But there is a blessing in being grateful. 
I don't know about you, but I've been going through some things this week, these past couple of weeks. Let's just be honest, this past couple of weeks. And even at a point that I said, you know what? I don't give it all I can give. I'm Lord, I'm tired because I don't know what else to do. I'm, I, I can't ask for people to help me um, in this trying time because the scene ain't the more I ask for some help. The scene less everybody saying, I can't help you. I, I got nothing to spare myself. And all they tell me, you know, the Lord pray. God will take care of it. God will answer your prayers. I'm like, yes, I know God will answer my prayers. Like He always answers our prayers. But sometimes we need something tangible in our lives, tangible, something we can see that reminds us how good and awesome our God is. So he reminded me today, even though I've been going through trials on my job, even though it's been frustrating and agitating, and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand it, and it's, it's bothering me. And I'm like, God, what can we do to change this? And he's put in my spirit, it says, you need to be reminded that the blessing is in being grateful. Your blessings come when you just learn how to say thank you. Despite what it looks like, despite what you see, despite how you may feel, your blessing is in being grateful. Yes, being grateful. I want you to understand today, tonight, my brothers and my sisters, it's more blessed to tell God thank you no matter what it seems like. Just tell God thank you. I don't care what everybody else is saying, that God is not no prayers, God is not real, but I want to reassure you that my God is real, and according to his word, according to Ephesians 3 and 20, that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, and your blessing is going to continue to come when you just learn how to be grateful, and you can just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this trial. Thank you for this setback. Thank you for this heartache. Thank you for the prosecution. Thank you for the opposition, God. I just want to say thank you because you're worthy to be praised. I want to say thank you because I know who you are. I want to say thank you because as Job testified, I got the same testimony. Though that he slay me, yet will I trust in him and I know my redeemer liveth. God bless you. God bless you. I want you to understand Hallelujah, that God is still in the answering prayer business, that God has not forgotten about you. God is telling you right now, if you will just hold out and trust him, he will make a way. If you believe in God, you ought to have a testimony saying without a further doubt that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly in my life. And I just want to say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. If you go to try to unmute your unmute it, you may you may be able to hear me. Hit unmute. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. And I want you to understand that no matter what has happened, that our God is able to do exceedingly. In your life, if you don't believe me, the reason why I'm saying there's a blessing in just having a spirit of gratefulness or gratitude, read the first verse of Psalms 118 when David 
sporadically emphasize this, the importance. It says, all give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good because his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Yes. I want you to understand that God's mercies endureth forever. Here's what David said again when he wrote this. First thing he says, by having the, the blessing of, of being grateful, he said the first thing to understand this, the, which is very important, and I want to drive this home right now, is he said, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Despite what's going on in the world today, the church, the believers, the unbelievers need to learn to humble ourselves and just tell God, thank you. Preacher, why are you saying we need to tell God, thank you? Why? You ought to thank God because, number one, he breathed breath in your life. Number two, the reason I tell God, thank you is because he woke you up this morning. Closed in your right minds. He blessed you with the use and activity of our limbs. Right there, I know, sporadically, and sporadically is enough to tell God, thank you. Not only did he do those three little things that I was saying, that three, but more importantly, what he also done, he not only woke us up this morning, closing our right minds, breathe the breath of roar in our lives, in our nostrils, so we can breathe his fresh air. But not only did he do that, but he also gave us a roof over our heads. He allowed us to have clothes on our backs. Uh, most of us was able to go to the bathroom, wash our face, wash up and use the restroom. And we didn't, wasn't in a wheelbarrow bag. We didn't have a bag of cholesterol bag. We didn't have no type of assistance. But the goodness of God allowed us to do these things on our own. When we got hungry, we had food in our cabinets. We had food in the refrigerator. And he blessed us. Hallelujah. Blessed us. If we wanted to cook, we could cook us something to eat. He blessed us. We wanted to go out to eat. We was able to go buy something to eat. He blessed us. Not only, not only that, but he blessed us that we was able to go and say, this is the day, as David said, that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad. The reason why David said it is a good, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Why are we giving thanks to the Lord? No, yes, because he is good. And I testify right now that he is so good that even though Satan dropped the charges against us and brought us before the judgment throne and Satan presented his case that stated that we was guilty as charged we was guilty of being sinful nature. We was guilty at the charge of being murderers, backbiters, idolaters, fornicators, homongers, liars, envious, prideful. But because the blood of Jesus that was shed out on Calvary for you and for me, Jesus stepped up and said, Lord, they're not guilty. And the reason why he said we're not guilty is because he, John recorded in 316 that for God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God, verse 17, sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world might be saved through him. That is a reason to say the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever because we should be cut off. We should be dead and gone. But because God is so merciful, we ought to put our hands together and tell God, thank you. Because his mercy endureth forever. You're still able to lift your hands up and tell God, thank you. You ought to just praise God right now and say, I give thanks unto God because his mercy endureth forever. I bless his holy name because his mercy endureth forever. How do I know that his mercy endureth forever? Look at the situation in across the nations. Look what's going on right now. And he said it in verse 2. He said, now let Israel say that his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel say, meaning let not only the nation of Israel, the Israelites say, his mercy endureth forever. But because we are the branch of the Abraham seed, that means we're born into that nation of Israel. That means that we ought to be saying the Lord is good and his mercy endured forever. Meaning that even though I don't feel good in my body all the time, I can say the Lord is good and his mercy endured forever. Even though I don't have enough money to pay my bills, but I realized more and more every day that the Lord is Jehovah Jireh, my provider, and his mercy endured forever. I realize more as being in the generation of the Israel that his mercy endured forever because he said he is my Jehovah Shalom. Yes, he is my peace. Even when I don't feel like I have peace, God will come and talk to me in a small, still voice and say, be still and know that I am Lord. Ah, yes, and Moses recorded it also. Be still and know the Lord, he is God. Meaning that no matter whatever's going on, that he is the center of my joy. Yes, that's why the Israel said, let Israel now say that the Lord mercy endured forever. Then the writer went on to say in verse 3, now let the house of Aaron, meaning let the priests, the preachers, the apostles, the bishops, the prophets, the deacons, the missionary, the evangelists, the singers, the writers, the teachers, everybody that's in the bloodline of Jesus because he gave you the great commission. According to St. Matthew 28, he said, go out into the hedges and highways and compel them 
to come unto me. And that lets you know that you are in the house of Aaron. That is the house of the priest. You are the, yes, you are the house in the generation of that. Meaning that you ought to be saying the Lord mercies endured forever. Meaning that you ought to have a testimony right now. Even though it seems like your back is against the wall. You ought to have a testimony and say that the Lord mercy endureth forever. You ought to be able to tell somebody else. I don't know how he's going to do it. But it's one thing I know he's going to fix it. Because his mercy endureth forever. I don't know when. And I don't know where, but I one thing I do know, the Lord mercy endured forever. I have been, like David said, I've been young, but now I'm older. But I never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Why? Because the Lord mercy endured forever. Yes, you ought to have a testimony to bear witness that the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever because here is another blessing. According to David Psalms 23, that's a, he is Jehovah Rapha, meaning he is our shepherd. That's how you know the blessing in having your gratitude because the Lord is our shepherd. And we shall not want. That's a blessing of gratitude. Why? Because he makes me to lie down in green pastures. And he leaves me beside the still waters. Yes, and he restores my soul. That is the blessing of being thankful. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that I will fear no evil. Why? Because thy rod and thy mercy, they comfort me. That is the blessing of being thankful. And I like when he goes on, thou prepares a table. Yes, Lord, in the presence of my enemies. And I want you to know right now, somebody don't like you right now. Somebody been praying on you, looking for you to fall in the field, trying to put a stumbling block before you. But David said, yes, Lord, thou prepares a table. In the presence of my enemies, that anoint my hand with oil, my cup runneth over. This is why you know there's a blessing in being thankful, because surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. But I shall dwell in the house of the Lord, but now and forever. Why? Because the Lord is good. And his mercy endured forever. That's why David said in Psalms 34 that I will bless the Lord at all times. And yes, his praises shall continue to be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear the That is the blessing of being thankful. But I'll magnify the Lord with me. I wish I had two or three witnesses that in mind giving God a praise and lifting your hands up, throwing your head back, and saying, Thank you, Jesus. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, yes. That's what David said. 
One thing I desire is to dwell in the house of the Lord, but not in forever, because the Lord is good and his mercy endure to all generations. That's the blessing of being grateful. That's what David recorded again. Let everything that has brother. I know you don't feel like that anymore, but I'm here to tell somebody, if you give God a praise, a thankful, give him a thanksgiving praise. Why are you giving a thanksgiving praise? Because you don't know, like I know, what the Lord done for me. That's why I'm thankful. You cannot tell it like I can. That's why I'm thankful. You were there when I was on my sick bed and the doctor said I was going to die. But Jesus came down and spoke a word and said, God, now all sickness is not unto death, but you shall live and declare the works of God. That's why you ought to have this blessing of gratitude because he picked you up, turned you around, placed your feet up on solid ground. David recorded that his hour sinking in the mire clay, but the Lord raised me up. That's why you ought to have this spirit of thanksgiving. I don't care what it looks like, but just tell God, thank you for the good and the bad. Thank you when you're happy or sad. Thank you because I don't have it. Thank you when I do have it. Thank you for what I want. But more importantly, I thank you for supplying my need. Because Paul wrote it in Philippians 4 and 13. Oh, but I can do all things through Christ Jesus. That script is me. That is the blessing of gratitude. But he went on down and said it. In the 19th verse of that same chapter, he said, But my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. That's why you ought to have that spirit of gratefulness. I'm grateful, God, because you didn't have to do it. I'm grateful, God, because you're using me. I'm grateful, God. I'm able to speak a word to somebody else like, I'm grateful, God, that I can sing your glory. I'm grateful, God, that I can pray for the sick and they shall be recovered. I'm grateful, God, because you said, now don't praise you. The rocks will cry out, but I bear witness. I refuse to let a rock take my place. So I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful. Mm. I'm grateful. My blessing is coming because I'm grateful. My breakthrough is coming because I'm grateful. My deliverance is coming because I'm grateful. My healing is coming because I'm grateful. Oh, God. All I can say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In advance, because the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. And the Lord is good and his truth and due to all generations. That's why he recorded in Psalms 100, verse 4. He says, Into his gates with thanksgiving, into his course with praise, be faithful unto him and bless his name. 
for the Lord mercies endureth to all generations. And I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I feel like preaching here because God is doing a new thing. God is worthy of any praise. And I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. Thank you, Lord. Even though I cannot see it naturally, but I can see it in the spirit. I see the miracles. I see the breakthroughs. I see the deliverance. What you've been waiting on is now starting to come to pass. It ain't come the way you want it, but praise God for it now because it's yours. This is the blessing of being grateful. It's yours. Receive it now because it's yours. Just tell him thank you. It's yours. Praise him now. It's yours. Receive it now. It's yours. Let the spirit of gratefulness fall in this place. Let the spirit of humbleness fall in this place. Let the spirit of joy fall in this place because the Lord is good and his mercy endureth to all 